Well, good day, folks. How the hell are you all doing today? Hope you're all doing well and hope you're staying nice and toasty fucking warm because it is a cold one out there. And also, Happy New Year. Thanks so much for tuning in to the first episode of 2022. I'm Johnny No Cash, and you're listening to another episode of Life with Johnny No Cash. And if you are a first time listener, this is a podcast about life on the road, life off the grid, van lifestyle. But the honest approach, because there's way too many fucking accounts out there that give false representation of what this life is about. It ain't all beach bums and fucking sunsets. It's a lot shittier at times. So we're going to talk about that. But before I do, I just got to say once again to my continued listeners, man, you guys fucking rock. Out of the last couple days, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I've been getting so much more traction and downloads on uh, the podcast, and I don't know why. I think it must be because you guys are either talking about it word of mouth or maybe you're rating it. Spotify now has a rating system that helps with the algorithm and things like that. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But thank you so much for uh, making this reach more ears and I just appreciate it. So without further ado, let's jump into why it's a fucking huge pain in the ass being a recording artist living in a fucking van. Let's get into it. So I am currently in Esquimalt Lagoon. That's right. I've been here for about five days in total, and it's been great. The reason why I'm here is I couldn't stand Victoria any longer, and I'll get into that in a second. I'll just give you a little paint, a small picture of where where I'm at. So it's a long, it's about a mile long strip of road that separates the oceans. Fucking cool. And there's parking everywhere. Like, garbages, there's no signs saying no overnight parking, there's no camping signs, none of that shit. It's just like a free-for-all. And not just that, but the shoreline is full of, like, beach art, I guess is what you'd call it. Um, Driftwood statues and sculptures and shit. It's fucking cool. So no wonder this is a really cool spot for people to take their dogs and just go for a walk and just, yeah, get outside and enjoy the fresh air. It's extremely, extremely windy today, so I'm not sure if that's going to affect the audio too much because, I mean, it's actually been so windy, it's been rocking the fucking van. So we'll see, but it's a great spot. It's nice to be out of Victoria, and it's fairly peaceful. Peaceful. I will get into... Some of the problems I've been having here, but Victoria, God damn it. What a beautiful city. I love it. However, I don't know about y'all, but like when I lived in Toronto, I had these impulses that I didn't know I had until I left. And that was buying shit. Stupid shit. I don't know about you guys. Do you buy stupid shit? I do all the fucking time, especially when I'm in the goddamn city and it pisses me off because like the worst is coffee. You get a coffee, well, you get a fucking bagel. Next thing you know, you're almost 10 bucks down. And I have all that shit. I've got instant Nescafe coffee ready to fucking go. I just need to pull it out and do it. It's just that convenience, you know? You get into the habit of, you know, that it's just that quick fix, you know? What's 45 minutes compared to seven bucks? And that's the thing about living in a van is, like, doing anything is two to three times longer than when you were in an apartment. You can't just, like, roll out of bed and make a coffee. I can't anyway. I mean, I have to 
disassemble my bed every morning because it comes out. It actually retracts out, and every morning I have to put it back, make it all up. That takes time. You, none of this shit where you just roll out, you throw something on, you throw on your boots, and you're off to work. None of that shit. You need to take your time and make sure everything is tucked away and fucking ready because if you do have to go, you got to go. And you don't want your laptop fucking falling over or like a coffee mug that you forget and it spills everywhere. It's really fucking time consuming. And I was noticing that when I was in the city, that's all I was doing. I'd be driving around and I'd see fucking Tim Hortons get a goddamn donut or one of them breakfast sandwiches or some shit. And it was becoming a habit. And I was broke. I was looking at my fucking wallet being where the fuck. Oh, right. Fucking donuts and fucking coffees. God damn, man. So I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. The other thing, too, is if you're in the city, you try your best to not be noticed by the locals as far as that you're living there, especially around Christmas time. You don't want to be that odd van that's just parked on a side street in a neighborhood and people being like, who the fuck is this guy? Are they scoping my house out for Christmas? I don't know. Sometimes you get in your head. But I'm sure that people think this way. And being a recording artist, I can't very well be sitting on the side of the road just belting it out. That's a dead giveaway that I'm living in my van. And you know that there's going to be some asshole out there being like, oh, Martha, there's a fucking hippie playing his old guitar in the old fucking van there. Call the cops. Call the fucking cops. You know, you know that there's people out there like that. So you need to adapt to your environment and and figure out, okay, am I going to stay here for a long period of time? And if I am, what can I do? You know, what's the give and take here? And Victoria, as much as it's great, and it's probably, I, I used to live in Victoria many, many years ago. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. Best traffic also, I will say, because everyone walks. It's such a small city that everyone just seems to walk or bike everywhere. So as far as driving around, it is the best city that I've ever fucking uh, dr- driven in so far. E- easiest and cleanest. It's great. It's fantastic. But I couldn't stay in Victoria. I wasn't getting shit all done. I was blowing money on fucking stupid shit. And I just said, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I found this lagoon. And again, if you guys are in the area uh, down the road, if you're traveling, you got to check this fucking place out. It's super cool. And so I think to myself, all right, I've got this entire lagoon to myself. There's about a kilometer or a mile of fucking parking. So nobody's going to park by me, right? Why would you? There's empty fucking spaces all over the place. So I get all my shit out. I have dinner, which takes, you know, two hours to fucking prep and then eat and then wash and put away. It's a fucking long process. After dinner, I get all my shit out, get my interface ready, get the old mic out, get the fucking computer all set up, everything all ready to go. Got my guitar out. Let's fucking get her done. Because around this time, it was about seven at night. It was dark and it was quite quiet. But, you know, I don't know if... uh, The man upstairs is just tossing me fucking eggs or what. But sure as shit, fucking four cars pull in directly beside me. And I'm talking directly beside me. I couldn't fucking open my driver's door. They were so fucking close. And not only did they just pull in, but they're cranking. Evanescence, Shakira, and Avril Lavigne. Yep. And I, I, like, cranked fucking bumping shit bumping the tunes bumping the 90s pop punk shit 
Oh, and I was pissed. And these kids, they didn't just sit in their van or sit in their cars hanging out. They got out. And they were smoking huge fucking gaggers, shotgun and beers, just having a fucking party. And I think this was a Sunday night or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you could hear them in my microphone. They're that loud. And I feel and I sound like the grumpy old fucking bastard with the old fucking broom being like, you damn kids, you get the fuck out of here and trying to get some fucking rest. No, I, I, and I, I said to myself, I can't get anything done. So I may as well have some fucking beers or, well, a couple drinks. And about three drinks in, I don't know, they, they kind of warmed up on me. I was actually really kind of glad that these kids were getting out and doing something and not, you know, talking over Facebook Messenger or Zoom or whatever. They were actually getting out, smoking huge fucking gaggers and drinking together and cracking jokes and just having a good old time. And I was like, yeah. Man, that's fucking cool. And then it dawned on me that I was like them. <laughs> and uh, it brought back some fond fucking memories. So I got to say, I my my even though I was pissed because I couldn't get shit done, I just realized, you know, these kids are just doing the fucking best they can in a time that they can't control. And I thought, you know what? Smoke on, boys and girls. Drink up, boys and girls. Fucking get her India. And they did. And they peeled out of there about three, I don't know, three hours later. And by that time, I was way too drunk to, like, you know, do any kind of work. And it did piss me off. But it also gave me a little bit of hope, you know, for the next generation. that They're not just going to be sitting behind a fucking desk chatting online to everybody with these meetings and stuff. That they're going out and doing things. That was cool. But, I mean, this, like, this is one of the problems about being a fucking artist living in a van. Is that you don't control the environment you're around. You can try. You can try and go somewhere that you think you can work with, but you just never know. You really don't know. And your time is so limited. Like if you do have three meals a day, you're looking at fucking four hours of cooking easily, no matter how fucking simple it is. Just doing the simplest shit, taking everything out, fucking put it in a way. It's brutal. So it was just, I had to get the fuck out of here. It's like everywhere I was going, it I was dealing with, you know, am I going to be a burden or is the environment going to be a burden? And if you do know my music, it's fucking loud. And I can't just be, I'm not singing fucking like little folk ballads in here. You know, I'm swearing, I'm talking about death. <laughs> you know, the last thing you want is like a family to be walking by and me singing about fucking death and murder and shit. And then, you know, get the fucking cops called on me. That hasn't happened yet. I haven't had the cops call on me once. So it makes me think that maybe I'm not nearly as much of a burden or maybe I'm not having a, that much of an impact on my surrounding environment as I thought. So I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to start fucking playing and recording in like, not like public areas, like public parks and shit like that in the van and if and see what happens. Worst case scenario, they just ask me to leave, you know? And if I'm drinking, you just be honest and you say, listen, I've had a few drinks. It's probably best that I don't drive. It's probably best that you don't, you know, force me to drive. It's always good to use that reverse psychology shit. Works every fucking time. But the other thing, too, was um, it's also good to have some fucking friends. Go to a spot that you know some people. And if you don't, there's always like online communities. Like there's definitely van life communities and travelers, nomadic campers and shit like that. 
There's probably a Facebook page for everything. But it's always good to at least have some kind of grounding. Um, And it was so funny because I had this horrible night with the fucking kids. And my friend, Charlotte Huber, she was like one of the oldest friends I know. Actually, the oldest friend I know in Victoria. I met her almost 20 years ago. And, you know, over the years, you know, life goes on and, you know, we, we kind of stop um, having the same kind of communication that we used to. And she fucking right, reached out and said, yo, I have a fucking uh, a space that you can use. It's a studio uh, that you can use to record if you're having such a difficult time, um, you know, working around this shit. And I took her up on it. I was like, holy shit, man, this is fucking fantastic. Seriously, I could have seven hours of like just to myself, complete alone time with like nothing going on. And she, she said, yeah. And she writes for the times colonist and she actually did an interview with me. So I think she's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be published on Sunday. So definitely check it out. Uh, she's an incredible, beautiful woman that has helped me out from fucking 20 years all the way to today. And she, she brought me in. Um, we had dinner and, um, it was just fantastic. So check her out. Uh, Sharla Huber on Twitter. She's, and you might be able to see that write up that she did. And we definitely go back, um, down the old fucking, uh, memory lane. So it's cool. But I mean, that's the thing. If you do know people, you might be able to ask for a favor. Like maybe they got a garage or something like that you need to use for a little, a period of time or whatever. But at the same time, I ain't relying on it. And from now on in, I'm going to start fucking recording wherever the fuck I want. So I'm back at the lagoon now, and I'm probably going to stay here for another day or two because the weather's been so shit. Um, I actually almost, my van slid right down the fucking road. You have to understand, this is my house. My van slid right down the fucking highway. Um, So I'm like, you know, it's probably better that I just stay put. I got enough food here. I've got enough supplies that I, if I do need to go anywhere, it's not far. So I'm just going to stay put until the weather kind of clears up for a bit. So I'm back at the lagoon and I'm just going to record. I'm just going to keep it as it is. If people, if you hear fucking seagulls squawking in the background or kids fucking shotgunning beers in the background of this new album, so fucking be it because I'm just keeping it in. I don't give a shit. The other thing, too, is like I really want this album to sound produced and layered and big, but I also want it to sound kind of punk rock um, because I've been writing these songs over the course of, you know, seven months now, just piecing them together and seeing what I can, what works and what doesn't work, trying new things. And I'm really enjoying the process is different for me. Usually I go into a studio with like, you know, a set amount of songs already written, ready to go. And this has been totally different. I've been writing as I go and just exploring and experimenting new things and different like techniques and structures and things like that. Because the last fucking thing I want to do is to release the same record as I've done, you know, years past. I mean, you guys probably don't want that either. I know you might, but but either way, man, like it has been tough. And if you are a recording artist and living in your van or, or deciding, maybe thinking about it, like really look into the space that you got. I do not have a lot of space in here and it's a real pain in the ass. And it's something that I took for granted when I did have my own place. 
there's uh, there's pros and cons to this, folks. Like there really is. And one of the things, being like a musician, this has been tough. This has been real tough. I almost wish I was a fucking sculpture artist or a fucking painter or a, a poetry slam dude or whatever the fuck you call it. But either way, like it's been tough getting the progress and the execution down because it's always something. And uh, at this point in time, I don't give a shit. So I'm just going to record as is if I get busted or if you hear shit in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear the wind now, but like this is a constant thing I've been fighting. And I'm sure it would be a a real recording artist or producer's worst fucking nightmare (laughs) having to record in a van. It's, um, It's noisy. It can be. But this has been a great year, guys, and I really look forward to the the, the year to come. Um, I'm really excited about this new uh, album. Also, the Celtic Outlaws are coming out with uh, a brand new song that is dedicated to my um, my father who had passed away a few years back. This song's called Flying Man, and we actually recorded this when we were in Michigan at the same time that we recorded Burned Alive. So we've been sitting on this song for a while now. The reason why we've been sitting on it for so long is because I really wanted to make a video. But with everything that's been going on and the footage that I had seen of old uh, footage of Dave, um, it just wasn't good enough. So I I think we just decided that we're going to release it as just an audio single. And it's a real touching song. It's a hard song for me to sing. It's definitely the the, the most ballad-esque that we'd ever done. It's probably the softest song that we've ever done. But man, it comes from the heart. And uh, I'm really glad that um, this is, you know, a song that can finally see the light of day. And I believe that's going to be scheduled for February 11th. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for the brand new Johnny No Cash and the Celtic Outlaws single, uh, Flying Man. Um, it sucks that I'm not able to, uh, you know, showcase it the way I really intended, but I'd, I'd rather get it out there now um, for the sake of the other members because, I mean, it's been a while since uh, the Celtic Outlaws has released anything, so I, I thought this was going to be a good time. So definitely check that out, uh, and I'd like to know what you think about it because it's very different from... Burned Alive or Southbound or any of those big fucking heavy tunes that you're used to. It's it's a very different song. And it just goes to show that we all had like such uh, versatility um, with the vision of the project and things like that. And uh, I think that's also really important to have. If you're an artist, you got to challenge yourself and do some different things. So, yeah, keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. But Happy New Year. And thank you all so much once again for your continued support. It's been fucking awesome. You live in a van and you got some tips for me. I'd fucking love to hear them, man. Uh, any kind of tips at all, uh, whether I know them or not. It's just always cool to you know connect with you guys. So if you do want to uh, support the channel, if you want to support me, and if you get something out of this, you gotta always buy me a beer at buymeacoffee/slash/johnnynocash.com, and there's cool stuff over there. And actually, what I think I might be doing is I I did record an episode that I didn't release because I talk about something kind of gross. Um, not sure if it's the greatest thing to uh, have as a primary episode because most of you guys listen to this shit in the morning while you're having your breakfast. <laughs> and I didn't think it was appropriate 
to uh, release. So I, I was thinking of putting it up on Buy Me a Coffee as like a special or whatever. But um, either way, if you do want to support me, you can head on over there. Or if you want to check out my music, it's all on Spotify under Johnny No Cash or Johnny No Cash and the Celtic Outlaws, as well as on Bandcamp if you do want some merch. And if you do want to email me about anything van life related, questions, comments, concerns, if you want to tell me something, you can email me at lifewithjohnnynocash at gmail.com. But thank you all so much. And I hope your creative process is easy and smooth. And if it isn't, say fuck it. This is the environment I got to live with and this is what I got to deal with. So just work with it. That's what I got to do. You know, I ain't changing the fucking world just to work around my recording process. Ain't happening. But thank you guys so much. And uh, it was interesting doing this live video. So we'll see how that goes. But I love y'all. And you guys take fucking good care. And happy New Year's. Cheers. Motherfucking stagger crawl. I don't know why I said it like that. But either way, I fucked up. Love y'all. All the best. I'm out.